Welcome to the Coach JT Podcast Show. This is your host, Jonathan Terry. This podcast is brought to you by the California Blue A's Basketball Academy. The vision of the academy is to provide the tools to develop our youth through fundamental basketball skills, community volunteer activities, nutritional education, and financial literacy. So why do a podcast? Well, if you're a coach, you're a mentor, you're in leadership, you're an entrepreneur, this podcast is for you. So on our weekly podcast show, we're going to talk about different topics from youth sports to starting a basketball program, leadership and mentorship, tools and tips, and just have a lot of fun. So we look forward to coming back here each week on the Coach JT Podcast Show. And you can find me on California Blue Waves website, and that's at calibluewavesacademy.org. Or you can find me on Instagram at Coach JT Motivates. So tune in each week on the Coach JT Show. We have a lot of fun talking about various topics. And I just cannot wait to hear from each of you um, on our show. So remember, this is a new year, new mindset, new results. Positive minds equal positive possibilities. Take care now. This is Coach JT. Let's go. Welcome back, everybody. This is Coach JT, back on the Coach JT Motivate Show and on our series, Coaches Talk. Uh, this is an NBA Summer League wrap-up. So just got back from Vegas. NBA Summer League, I go every year. I'm going to tell you, it's it's a treat. If, if you're a basketball fan, you have to go to the NBA Summer League. Uh, $40, you get eight games, two gyms. Uh, you get to see all the first-round draft picks. You get to see some of the uh, veteran guys come back, support their support their squad. And I tell you, this year um, was real special. We got a lot of great talent in the NBA League right now, the G Leagues and developmental programs. I uh, got to see the first round draft picks. Um, just looking at Kate Cunningham, uh, Evan Mobley. Uh, special treat that I found for me was Carlick Jones. Uh, it, you know, if anyone's ever seen him, and his story, he, he went to Radford University, a school I went to, uh, with the college out of Radford, Virginia. Uh, but then he transferred to Louisville. He's with the uh, Dallas Mavericks, point guard, just a special player, man. I think he really works hard. Hopefully he does well in the league. Uh, Scotty Barnes. Uh, Scotty Barnes, this guy is is the next, uh, I think the next coming to Scotty Pippen. You know, those probably going to disagree with me on that. Uh, coaches talk. This is a coaches talk forum. If you disagree, you agree, send me a response. Let me know what you think. You got a 6'9, uh, 240. I think that's what he weighed in at. I got to see him up close. He's got the attitude and the mentality of defense, of defending, defend the small guard. Uh, I'm impressed. You know, I like I like what Leonard Hamilton stands for, what he represents down there at Florida State. He's a defensive guy. Um, now they kind of shifted over the last couple of years to more offense, but uh, a lot of his players, when they come out of Florida State under his program, th- these guys are well coached. Uh, got to see Luca Garza, was it the two-time player of the year in the Big Ten out of Iowa, if I'm not mistaken, 6'11". 
I wasn't sure how he would uh, perform on the court, but did get to see him play against Detroit, um, uh, actually for Detroit rather. Uh, and, uh, you know, got to work, see how, how he would do in the post. Uh, better shooter than I thought and uh, better hands than I thought too, but we'll see again in the regular season. Uh, Sharif Cooper, Tyrese Maxey. Ty- Tyrese Maxey, obviously my favorite Sixer fan. Sorry, all the Laker fans out there. I'm not hating. I'm just a Philly fan going back to Doc uh, and AI. That just shows you where my age is. But, you know, it just goes back to those days, man. Those who are my age remember Andrew Tony and the faux, 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 Moses Malone. Uh, you know, I'm still a Philly fan at heart. So didn't get a chance to see him live. I missed him. I watched it on TV. But this guy's a tremendous talent. Uh, that's good. You know, the future's looking bright. Uh, for the Sixers. So just kind of jumped in real quick on the summer league, some of the guys that stood out because, but that's not what I really, I want to talk about today. Uh, Just a little something about me, you know, you know, I've been coaching basketball on the youth level uh, from, you know, rec leagues to church leagues, to club teams, the high school uh, for 30 plus years. And there's one thing that I look for, uh, in every program is where I go to summer league is the coaching. And that's what this is about coaches talk. And so what I look for this year, I wanted to try to get better and develop at is uh, the, how coaches respond, how they, they get prepared during timeouts. I watched the body language of the players. I watched the coach and how they diagram plays the focus. So today on coaches talk, this is for your high school coaches. Uh, I am a high school coach in San Diego, and but this could be for coaches all over the country, all over the world. You know, how much time do you spend on your specials, right? Your sideline out of bounds, your baseline out of bounds plays. Because what I noticed is, is this summer league, I was watching, there was a game, it was Dallas. And again, I don't know any of the coaches, this particular team, but I watch how the eyes of the players around them focused and locked in, locked in on the coach so how many times coaches have we had to say you know focus or eyes right you say eyes 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 get get locked in and i know the difference is between the high school and the pro level is that you know these guys are playing for careers and jobs however if you're a high school basketball player high school is your job right so in that 30 second timeout you know how much time does a coach really have to really explain and draw up a play? You don't have a lot of time. It's 30 seconds. So what do you do to prepare before that? How much time are you working in your practice plan? Because what I noticed at the NBA Summer League, when these guys draw up their plays, these coaches, not only are they drawn up plays for the set they want to run, but I watched them draw up what the defense would do to counter. So if you're listening to this, if you're a high school pro coach, you know, I would love to hear some feedback because I'm a young coach still at in a high school level, even though I've been in this game for a while. Uh, I find myself as a continuous learner. And what I'm learning is from a lot of coaches I talk to, even the veteran coaches, the great coaches have that same mindset. They're always continuously learn. They learn from everyone, whether you're on a, a youth coach um, or a high school coach or a pro coach, there's always something to learn. So I, I want to know is, and I would love to hear the feedback. Again, you can send me an email. Um, and again, I'm a, I'm a club sponsor in the 
and the creator and owner uh, of the California Blue Waves Academy, which uh, I really, you know, started that in 2016. But you can send me an email, send me an email to uh, Cali Blue Waves Academy at Gmail or to J Terry Hoops at Gmail. All right. Uh, I would love to hear your thoughts. If you have any ideas, plays, recommendations, feel free to send me an email. Um, you can also find me on Instagram at Coach JT Motivates. Uh, and so, but back to what I was saying is, is that, you know, how much time do you spend? You know, those plays could be the difference between your team winning your league. It could be CIF. You know, most of the NBA games, I watched a lot of those games were really close. It comes down to a possession or two. Uh, so, but how much time do you spend on that? What do you work on? Are you working just on the sets or are you preparing your team to also adjust against the defense? You're trying different scenarios. And I believe that. I believe in the adjustment. So I've learned and what I'm going to work on is not only the out-of-bounds play itself, but to get my guys or the girls if you're coaching a women's basketball or high school basketball, um, you know, how much time are you preparing to adjust against the set that you're going to have your team run? And so fascinated by some of the sets and the precision, precision in that, the physical play. Uh, I really, really enjoy that. Uh, the second thing is, is I learned that and I watch from these players is the communication on defense. On the pro level, I mean, they talk constantly. So how many times coaches, especially high school coaches, I know you can raise your hands. <laughs> if you're here, just throw your hands in the air. How many times we have to say talk? Talk, 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 communicate. You know, it, it, it's just on the on the boys' basketball level. I find that we spend a lot of time trying to get young men to talk. It's probably a reason for that. And I won't get into that in this in this podcast. You know, if we we look at the difference between the women's and the uh, the, the boys' game, uh, hopefully I can have some special guests come on from different coaches to bring a different perspective in that. But the communication piece, whether, you know, you're hearing that they're icing the screen, ball screens, the switches, the defensive calls, whether going zone, there's always constant communication. So as we get ready for the high school season, think of ways in your preparation for your, your season and your practice planning and getting your team to communicate early. Make sure they all understand the calls. Make sure you put in the different calls. Uh, I don't believe on any level high school ball, whether here in San Diego, we got division five to D one to open. I don't, I, you know, I believe in all levels, you should have a practice plan that has your own terminology. Right. And I'm sure a lot of coaches are doing that, but this is my belief that everyone should know from your 10th man to your first man on the bench to understand what the calls are, the terminology and should be actively communicating whether they're on the court or on the bench. So that was a big, big standout for me. And I thought, you know, from some of the people that I talked to that were in the stands or just walking around, which again, I love NBA Summer League. You got a gym full of coaches and fans or basketball lovers. Um, you get the input from everyone that you speak to, but there's some of the things you see and that I'm discussing here that I'm talking about today as far as communication. It's something that has been talked about over and over. It's, it's the communication piece. Locking in and being focused, understanding your role and responsibility. So, again, that's a, that's my thoughts on the NBA Summer League besides the talent. The, the heat was there on the outside, but the gym was nice and cool. 
but the basketball player was on fire. Okay. Uh, I just, you know, the talent level in the league right now is just uh, over the top. Uh, and I didn't even get to talk about uh, Jalen Green. Uh, there's probably a couple more players I'm missing, but, um, and, you know, forgive me for that because this is not really what I was, you know, in the podcast was for. But I, I really hope that you take away if you're listening to this is my final thoughts is practice defensive communication in your workouts. Spend time working out on individual defense, not just the offense. It's a lot of talk about individual workouts for your defense on how you can get shots up, your ball handling skills. But how much time are you putting your practice plan on defensive drills and, and fundamentals? Not just the team concept, but individual defense. You heard Kobe, and I know there's a lot of Laker fans on here on the West Coast and all over the world. Michael Jordan, how much time did they talk about working on their defense, their footwork, their, their angles, uh, their conditioning, right? Uh, it's just, you know, that's just an undervalued uh, skill set that I think is getting lost. Uh, but if you're going to the pro level, if, you know, you're a fan of the NBA, if you see what I just saw in the summer league, if you don't play defense, you're not going to probably get on the court. Right? You have to be able to defend. So uh, let's get back to it as fundamentals on the workouts, not just the team concept of individual defensive play. All right. So that's going to wrap it up here on this first uh, segment of the Coach's Talk on the NBA Summer League Review. Uh, again, I look forward to uh, many more of these podcasts and I have a special guest. I hope you tune back in. Again, I'm going to have some more exciting topics. Uh, next week, we're going to be getting into we're talking about organizational plans and finding the right coach with the right place with the right team in the right time, right? So you'll hear that more here on Coach JT Motivates. Until then, we'll see you next time. All right, stay tuned. Have a good day.